and he's ready to go. Noodle on his left, chest on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. Welcome to Wake and Jake and Bobby and BBD and Zach today. We've got a full house on a snow day in New York. What's going on, everybody? Sports hot in the street. We've got some... It's Super Bowl week. We're starting our Super Bowl week with our John Boy Media football expert and new member of the media, uh, you're old media, media now. You're an insider. I'm a I'm media scum. Um, so we're just we're just ruining ourselves day by day trying to be like the media. We are we are becoming the man, uh, and it's unfortunate. Uh, Bobby Skinner was just live from the Senior Bowl all last week. How was it, Bobby? Did you have a good time? You're now friends with the Giants coaching staff, so that's neat. Yeah, it was a it was a good time. You know, uh, you know, doing media scum. You know, like uh, this person is out for practice today. Tweets, which are you know. I kind of hate those tweets, but had to do it. And then, but it, it was all really worth it, you know, because I'm best friend with uh, with Joe Judge and him and Patrick Graham. Uh, love our our nickname that we gave them and our t-shirts. And uh, I also like him a little more because I think he sold us probably the most t-shirts Talking Giants has ever done. So, uh, but that's what friends do for each other, and that's yeah. what me and Joe Judge are. Ad sales promotion. Uh, yeah, man, that was a really cool video. Me and me and John Boy were super stoked for you. Everyone was because that's a uh, that's a big bridge. I know, like, the first time we crossed paths with Boone, we were horrified. Uh, and then it's like, oh, this is cool now. Now when Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman see us, they say hi. And that's so pathetic, but also pretty cool. So happy for you. Uh, producer BBD coming live from his home in New Jersey today because of the snowstorm. Looking ghostly in the corner. What's up, Beebs? Feeling ghoulish, uh, hanging out. Met your dog this weekend. Good times yeah. all around. Uh, yeah, sports. That's beautiful. And producer Zach subbing, half subbing in for BBD live from the Bronx with me. I am here live. Yeah, yeah. Can't be seen, but I can be. Heard. <laughs> That's. I think this is the first time I've talked to Zach, so we should wow. do like a ten-minute meet and greet instead of talking sports. Okay, let's kick yeah, it off. Let's, uh, let's do an icebreaker to start. <laughs> okay. Bobby, Zach, you get to bring three things to a deserted island. No, uh, we have rules here on Wake and Jake because we're gonna do we're gonna do a whole Super Bowl deep dive with Bobby. I told him to get into the tape, give me real juicy stuff. Tell me, tell me when the left, when they've got the two tight end set, what's happening. We'll get to that in a little bit. We'll talk about the golf god Stafford trade. I'll be honest, this morning it was the last thing on my mind, but a pretty fun, cool trade, and that should set up things for Deshaun Watson. But before we get into all that good foosball, let's do the game of the night because it's also Bobby Skinner's Nets, and I think it's the game, the original idea behind the game of the night was that if you were going into the office or you were yucking with your buddy from work who you guys only connect on sports, it's the water cooler game. And the ending to the Nets-Wizards game, if you haven't seen it from last night, 
Go check it out. Uh, Katie and Kyrie last night. No Harden. Uh, playing the Washington Wizards. Kind of the joke of the NBA right now. Bradley Beal, every time he looks kind of sad, it's, oh my God, this guy's checked out. They got to trade him. Well, with about eight seconds left last night, the Brooklyn Nets were up five points. And hey, if you're, uh, my sweet Jess always says, just turn on the NBA in the fourth quarter. Well, that kind of would have worked here. Bradley Beal hits the three-pointer, pull up, dude in his eye, really nice three-point shot, makes it 146-144. Joe Harris throws the ball to no one in particular. KD had already gone the other way. Who snags it but your boy Garrison Matthews? Garrison Matthews did not know he was in the NBA. He dishes it to Russell Westbrook. He bangs home the three. Just like that, <laughs> a nine-second, five-point lead turns into the Nets down one with 4.3. They get the inbounds to TLC, not KD, not Kyrie. TLC with the open layup. It's contested. It rims in and out. Foul, game over, Washington Wizards win 149-146. If you haven't seen the video, go check it out. Uh, it's as fun as a basketball comeback gets. Um, and before we let Bobby cry a little bit, that game of the night was brought to you by DraftKings. The 55th big game is this weekend. 55, 50, 50, 55. A game... A game this big deserves a big prize, not just some trophy. To finish off the DraftKings Sportsbook football season, America's top-rated sportsbook app is giving all players a no-brainer. Perfect for us. Celebrate football's finale. DraftKings Sportsbook is doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in the big game. I mean, I don't make the promotions, but I like to think a touchdown is going to be scored in this game. We'll find out. One touchdown to be scored on Sunday, and your money will be doubled. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. As if this game wasn't enough reason to party, double your cash, and you'll be celebrating until next season. Don't forget about DraftKings Big Game Prediction Challenge, which up to $55 million. Okay, I could use that. And instant prizes for everyone who enters. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its players since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code Jomboy to get your shot at doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in Sunday's game. That's promo code Jomboy to get a shot at doubling your money during Sunday night's season finale only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash predictions dash challenge dash DFS for details. Game prom? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Whoo! Superb uh, ad read. Big that was, game. That was good. Big game. Yeah, you know, if I really want to lay into an ad read, I can, and I think that's just tied into watching only sports for three decades. Um, so, you know, download the DraftKings sports we got. Anyways, go check out DraftKings. They're, they're nice to us. We like them. Bobby, you are a Nets fan. Anything you want to get off your chest about that game? I mean, it's it's one regular season game, so you, you can't overact like crazy. But like, I I just don't get what was going through Joe Harris's head. Like, my initial thought was like, are you like, are you brain dead? Like, I don't understand how you just throw, you just toss it right to the other guy. Be one, I I, don't, I just don't understand what was going through his mind. And obviously, the Nets have some issues on defense. I saw since the Harden trade, and I know you know they're not playing the big three every night. 
We are on pace to have the best offensive rating of all time and the worst defensive rating of all time. Which, <laughs> listen, I'll take that over being you know a middling team in the East. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy with where the Nets are. But games like that, I, I just don't understand how that happens. Like you just throw it into nobody, and then Westbrook because he's playing KD all of a sudden started shooting lights out. Westbrook practices probably practices his jumper for like an extra two hours in games against Kevin Durant. <laughs> I like that theory. Uh, BBD, you're Garrison Matthews with the steal. That had to be great for you out of Lipscomb. Mm, that was a big Lipscomb. one for me. I was really excited. Lifelong Garrison Matthews stan. That, uh, God, he's getting minutes. Uh, yeah, you know Russ. Russ was talking that ish. Playing KD after and Bobby, yeah, man, the the number one offense thing. I think you just anchor into that. You say they're going to figure it out on defense. They're going to get a, another big man before they get to the playoffs. They need that, but um, I mean that's coming. that's that was as crazy as a final ten seconds as you'll see in the NBA. So go check out that clip. All right, it's football week. It's Super Bowl week. We are lamestream media now, so we had to bring in our expert. Uh, actually, before we do the Super Bowl, man, the Golf Stafford thing, uh, a big trade. I mean, two pretty well-known quarterbacks. Golf had that one incredible season, and then things have fallen apart after that. Stafford has been doing it in Detroit for a while. He's he's everybody's trivia question. If you want to talk about a quarterback who's got huge stats that you don't think about at that level, Stafford and Golf get swapped. Golf's got the massive contract. A bunch of picks are going over to Detroit. Everyone's getting hyped uh, on the draft pick return. And then the other side is yelling that, well, Matt Stafford's just a better quarterback, and you go do that. So, Bobby Skins, I'll kick it to you, man. What What do you think of it? Think of all that. I I like the ran- I like the idea of going for it. Like, you know, windows close pretty quickly, and you'll see the New England Patriots in the NFL going for it because Stafford is better than Goff. But also – where are you on on Stafford? Because I I don't understand the like Stafford like love. Like I think he's a, he's a good QB. He's an uh, above average QB. But I mean, it's not like he's had it like bad his entire career. I mean, he had Calvin Johnson, Golden Tate on the same team together. I mean, Calvin Johnson, you know, you could argue would have been the best receiver of all time if he played. Golden Tate was a baller at that time. You know, Eric Ebron, who we've seen guys like Andrew Luck, you know, turn into Pro Bowlers. You know. And they had like the number three defense one year, and they lost in the first round. And like so that year, where he has a number three defense, all those weapons, he completes sixty percent of his passes, twenty two touchdowns, twelve interceptions. Like that's 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 not playing up to what you should be playing to with the guys around you, and you lose in the first round of that. He's never won a playoff game, and you know the last time they went to the playoffs was in twenty sixteen. I mean, they only scored six points versus the versus the Seahawks. So I like I like that the Rams are going for it. It is an upgrade. You so. You have a better chance at the Super Bowl today than you did, um, you know, the day before this trade because they're they're not even trading this year's first round pick because they don't have one because of Ramsey. But I don't think this makes the Rams like, oh my gosh, they are a juggernaut in the NFC. Like I think they'll, they'll be, you know, they'll be f- one of the favorites in the NFC. But I don't view them as like some like juggernauts. Like this is the best matchup with the Chiefs. I I think I've decided I'm a McVay stan. 
Um, I'm into it. I think he got so embarrassed in that Super Bowl by Belichick. And then the next year they came back and it was just it it's what happens in the NFL. They had a they had some injuries, golf regressed, uh people knew what McVay was doing uh more uh that following season. And they still ended up having an okay year. And then they bounced back this year and that defense was there and they still were able to do some stuff on offense. So I, I believe in McVay and I, I believe in staff to a degree I think he can sling it I think you know if you start everyone likes doing their tiers or ranking quarterbacks or whatever it is you know I think Stafford has the most comebacks by a quarterback or or whatever it is since X amount of years I forget what the number is um and I just think it's kind of that mentality right like if if your team is down with two minutes left and you're gonna pass the ball every time do you believe in your quarterback and I think you would believe in Matt Stafford like if you start going through the names of a lot of quarterbacks like you know you start landing in Jimmy G range like you're you're not bought into it Jared Goff you're not bought into it so Matt Stafford I can believe it if you've got to pass it and do it there's been years when they haven't had any running game look at the coaches that have run through Detroit so the fact that I believe in McVay and uh, like him and Stafford paired together, I think they'll always be able to have an offense. Um, they can lean into that defense, and I I believe in it. I it was knee jerk and it was kind of a it was a bad tweet if I'm being honest, but I think they're going to get a ring. Um, I'm we'll talk about the Chiefs a little bit, and I I think they're going to be a dominant dynasty with Mahomes and Reed for the coming years, but. Uh, I think they're for real, man. Uh, they got the new stadium. I, that doesn't really factor in, but eventually they'll start selling tickets. And, like, I don't know, money's never going to be a problem for that team. I like Stafford. I like McVay. I uh, I don't know. I believe in it. I, I, I don't th- I don't want this to come off as I don't like Stafford. Like, I, I like Stafford. I, you know, uh, I remember when we were talking about the Jamal Adams trade of the Seahawks. Like, yeah, it, you know. At the end of the day, the name of the game is trying to win a Super Bowl, and this makes you a better, you know, gives you a better shot at that. Um, so I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they win the NFC, but I, I, I want to take them over the Packers. I want to take them over the Bucks. Um, you know, but I like Stafford. I just, I don't get the idea that like this guy has been like Detroit has just totally let him down because they, you know what, they had some really good weapons around him. The offensive lines have struggled. Um, and the, the beginning of his career was bad, and, and the past couple of years have been been the all time low of it. But there was a time where you know what, the, like Detroit was a letdown, you know, with like the with the players they had, with the guys they had on defense. I mean, Sue was maybe the best player on defense in the NFL at, at some point, and they had other guys around there. Like there was, you know, it, there was no talk about oh Stafford was you know they're letting Stafford down. It was more of like you know what like. This team with the talent it is is a letdown that has never won a that they've never won a playoff game. Yeah, and it's I don't know it's a franchise thing a little bit like Detroit, and I don't know I the more the more and more I lean into this stuff I truly believe in it like the Detroit Lions are a bad football franchise I mean they just are and I I know if you're good enough you you know you can overcome that and it's all the you start talking about what you know the Bears passed on Mahomes, like you you could go that way with the conversation, but I don't know. I mean, I I believe in Matt Stafford. I believe in McVay. Um, in that NFC West, the Seahawks, um, you know they're gonna always be there with Russell Wilson, but uh, they that's a team that likes to trade away their picks too, and that team always has some flaws. I'm not a big uh, Kingsbury guy. Um, and who's who's the other NFC? The Niners, who, you know, I like their coach. What are they going to do? I mean, 
Uh, that that would change my outlook a little bit because you know I I know what Shanahan can do as a coach. Jimmy G, I don't fully believe, and they got killed with injuries this year. Um, I mean, if they somehow end up with Deshaun Watson or something like that, I think the story changes. But as of right now, I mean, uh, I'll buy some Ram stock. I'm in. I like I like Shanahan a lot more than I do McVay. Um, if the 49ers had gotten Stafford, I think I would have jumped on the like, okay, they're the they are the Super Bowl favorites in the NFC hype. Um, so, like I said, I don't want this to come off as me like bashing Stafford. I like Stafford. I think he's a good QB, and there has been times when he's been let down. Um, what do you think about just, the What do you think about the return? Did, I know a lot of people were running hot on that, and a lot of a lot of a lot of draft pick capital people were like, "This is what." This is. I mean, it's it's a good trade for the Lions because they clearly weren't going to win with Stafford. Um, so you get that, and I think. What do you think on golf? Because I don't, I know I don't buy into the like the whole like golf hate, but he's also like you know there's a reason why Sean McVay had him in the building for four years and traded all that for for Matt Stafford, you know. Yeah. Um, and I also I I think he, do you think golf is kind of dumb? Like Ooh. like do you, do you think he has like a, a ceiling where he's never going to be the guy who's just like dominating? Like he's going to be just tearing defenses up because it really seems like. You know, when they figured out, like, even when the Giants been this year, it's like, don't make your audibles until the coach can't be in his ear anymore. That's when he struggled. Like, I, the Rams letting that get out, that Sean McVay was basically telling him what to do in the helmet. Like, I think that's when when golf kind of went downhill. So, um, I'm fu- I think I think he's a good QB to be with you for the next two years where it doesn't totally hit the floor. But... I mean, like I said, I, I don't think golf is good either. Yeah, it's it's true. So golf is somewhat a friend of the John Boy Media family. We met him at the California Strong event, and we got some connections to him. Um, I met dumb in like a like he's dumb. He's like he's dumb good. No, like no, 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 no. You're fine, by I and I. <laughs> I think it it just goes back to what you said, man. I mean, the fact that McVeigh basically said we're going to give you all of this. To not have him and to have Stafford, I I think if if the game is on the line with two minutes left, I don't think you can buy into golf right now. And hey, maybe my positive spin zone is that McVay was two in his head, and all the stuff you hear about is you know he's a one read guy, or they cut down half the field. That you know maybe they went too far into that realm, and and it hurt Goff's development. And maybe he goes to Detroit, and they they let him rip it, and he figures it out a little more. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm worried, and I. Uh, my guy Cowherd had a had a pretty pretty good tweet on it. He said, "If you're looking for winners and losers in the trade tonight, consider this: Jared Goff goes from Sean McVay to Fred Flintstone. Won't end well." Um, so that's I love Cowherd so much. Cowherd is a a silly mess, but uh, I don't know. It's 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 true, and we'll we'll see, man. I uh, I don't know. At at first, I liked it for Goff because I was like, you know what? He goes to the Lions. It's it's an New start, you know, run some play action, figure it out. Um, and then I saw that Cowherd tweet, and I was like, man, if I if I do believe in McVay that much, um, I don't know. Tough tough let's, to get behind. Let's spin zone it, though. Let's spin zone it, yes. though. They keep Kenny Galladay, who I love. You know, he had some injury issues this year, but I, I love Galladay. Draft Jamar Chase at three. You could say that golf next year has the best weapons in the NFL, like the best wide receiver duo in the NFL. If Jamar Chase really hits like his stride quickly, so spin zone for golf, he may not have to think a ton. You know, when you have those two type of guys on the outside, that makes everything easier underneath. So, like, 
I, as much as I was, you know, we're kind of, you know, dumping on golf and the whole world is dumping on golf right now. You know, well, he may have better weapons than he did uh, with the with the L.A. Rams and less, you know, and, and more of like, hey, do what you want to do instead of like, hey, do, like you said, do this, get it out this time, you know, take the sack of this. So, um, so I, like I said, I was dumping on golf, but it's not like he had like an almost MVP year one year too with yeah. with McVay. So if you can, if they can channel that and figure out what he likes, give him two great weapons on the outside, then you know what, Detroit, uh, maybe Detroit is the team that surprises everybody in a year or two. Yeah, and if you know you just ripped on Stafford for so long, like if if Stafford is meh and Goff is meh, you just got a collection of picks on that. Like if neither yeah. of them are Super Bowl quarterbacks, you kind of cleaned up. BBD. It's a one hundred percent win for Detroit. Like there, there was you weren't going to win with Stafford. His career was winding down. There's there was even if these first round picks don't like pan out, it was the right move for Detroit. BBD, you want to mentally hit the passing button or just yell it into the mic? Passing. 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 Alex Cobb traded from the Orioles to the Angels. So I just put it in the talking baseball talk. So how about that? Sports. Um baseball, baseball company. Uh BBD, any any golf staffer thoughts? Yeah, I mean on paper, kind of just like surprising that you would see like two more picks go to Detroit because like not that big an upgrade to go golf to Stafford in my brain, but also I think it's like contract stuff too. Cause isn't there were some tweets saying Goff's contracts worse than the NFL. Don't know if that's true, but he's on a big deal. And um, I don't know. I mean, Stafford has, I used to have like the Andy Dalton line where if your quarterback was Andy Dalton or better, you were like, he's probably had a good enough quarterback situation. Might be the Stafford line these days. Um, like if your quarterback's Matt Stafford or better, he's probably good enough, and it's definitely an upgrade. The Rams Do you think like, Alex Cobb can get no back to the Tampa years. <laughs> What's that? Do you think Alex Cobb can get back to the Tampa years? I mean, that's what we're deep diving on for the next hour and a half. We're gonna do some baseball analytics. Zach, anything you want to get off your chest over there? Nothing huge. Okay. No. You've been saying you football. you've been saying you um, want the Giants to trade Daniel Jones and all their picks for Deshaun Watson, right? I haven't said anything like that. Well, <laughs> um, I don't know. We're hearing a lot well, of different. What have you been saying? We're hearing <laughs> hearing a lot of rumors this morning. <laughs> all I'm saying is I want to watch the Giants be good. That's all. Okay, Zach, That's are you all. a Giants fan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you a Talking Giants fan? And you better be honest. I I have not listened to a lot of Talking Giants, but I want to start listening to more this upcoming season. So wow. sounds yeah. convenient with me in the room. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. That is my that's my new goal. So yeah. it's it was his his twenty twenty one goal to listen. I watched the least amount of Giants this year than I ever have. So I want to get back into it. I'm glad yeah. the John Boy yeah. Media Giants podcast is really getting the uh, the love back. We, <laughs> we work Zach to the grindstone. He doesn't get to watch anything. If he's not editing one of my dance videos, we I don't want to say we beat him up. There are some <laughs> things that take priority. <laughs> um, that was some I'm good. Glad fo- I'm not one of those. Some good no, football stuff. <laughs> and I I think the other story that came from it is like, what's the Deshaun Watson package going to look like? Because someone I don't think he's getting traded. I think the Jets are the only team that can really do it and make sense. Make the package. It would it would be cool. You wonder how bad I mean, it seems like that bridge is pretty badly burned, but yeah, it's gonna be a draft hall that's unmatched because no quarterback of Deshaun Watson's talent and youth has ever been traded like that. Um 
Bobby, can we talk some Super Bowl? Super oh. Bowling, let's do it. Are you going? No, there's no events, man. And with COVID, you know, I already took my chances flying Alabama and back and being around all that. I, I I would be going and I would be doing nothing if I was there. Basically, yeah. yeah there's no there's no events. I mean, the teams aren't even flying into like Friday or Saturday. Well, Tampa's already the, the Bucks are already there, but there's no there's no media night this year. So, um, I would lo- like if if it was a normal year, I would go down there with a the camera and screw around and try to do something. I think we'd be down there too. I'll be honest with you. But we should next year. It's in Las Vegas. Are we going to go? Can we? Can we? Can I bully you into doing that right now? <laughs> Bullying is the wrong word. Yes, um, I would <laughs> love to be there. Um, We're down to go. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you're. I mean, that's kind of what the speech you just gave. Everyone asks us about spring training, and we say the same thing. Like, okay, so we can't do an event. We can't interact with players. Like, why? Why would we really go? Um, Bobo, you are. You know football. I hate to compliment you, but you know you were big time Daniel Jones over Dwayne Haskins. That paid off in a big way already, uh, in an unbelievable way. Do you have any other notches in your belt? Like, what's if, if you get into a big Twitter fight, what are you shoving people's faces? Well, it's more Giants niche, but Nick Gates, who you know, I'm probably ninety percent of this audience doesn't know. I was big on like, hey, he needs to move the center. He needs to be starting somewhere. He needs to move the center, and everyone was like, it's crazy. He never plays center. Now he's maybe the best offensive lineman on the line, and he's moved the center. And this was – there was no, like, inside information that he was going to move there. So that was one. Um, Andrew Thomas I took a lot of heat on because he was the worst of those big four tackles last year. But the last half of the season, he was playing right up there. Like, he was better than Wills, right up there with Becton. Worst probably was the best out of the four, which is kind of crazy how the draft works. Like, the guy that was picked fourth is maybe the best out of them. But – uh yeah, so I'm 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 working on my my take of the 2021 offseason right now. Okay, so that's Bobby Skinner's resume. Bobby, I asked you. I was like, let's do the Super Bowl. I want some X's and O's stuff because right now, I can't mentally get over Mahomes. Um, I I think this season they almost slept walk for a little bit of the season for this last part, and now they're ready to go just because they can. Um, but you know, Tom Brady, two weeks, Arians, there's some fun stuff there. So I don't know. What what did you see or what do you think like is the first talking point? Man, is it a hot take to think the Bucks will win and then not be like a big upset either? Like like the Chiefs 15 and 1, you know, very close to being 16 and 0. Um, like you said, like I, I do think that they were, you know, did kind of sleepwalk through the season a little bit and able to do what they are doing. That being said, Eric Fisher, their left tackle is out. Mitchell Schwartz, their right tackle, has been out for you know dang near the whole year. And so they have two guys starting a tackle. Andrew Wiley will be starting right. Mike Rammers, who, you know, Giants mm. fans know him. He was a serviceable right tackle last season for us. And Jake, you know him because he was the guy Von Miller destroyed in the Super Bowl, you know, um, you know, four or five years ago. Yes, sir. That is not a great tackle group to be going up against Shaq Barrett. And JPP, who you know combined had five sacks in the NFC Championship game, man. I think the Bucks defense is going to have something for this Chiefs offense. Um, I know the first time they played, you know, the Chiefs got off to that 17-0 lead, but you look at the you know the end of that game, the, the Bucks won quarters two through four, 24 to 10. I think that Bucks defense is going to have something. I think Mahomes is going to have at least one interception. Um, the issue, though, is that the weakness of the of the Bucks goes or goes against the the strength of the Chiefs. Those corners versus Tyreek Hill and all those speedy receivers they have. 
But, man, I, I think this Bucks defense with Todd Bowles playing this team a second time, so knowing where to adjust is going to have something for him. So where you let – Todd Bowles likes to blitz a ton. I'm getting football nerdy right now. Good. But when you have those two tackles, you got JPP and Shaq Barrett on the edge, and then Sue and Vea in the middle, I think you can try and just rush forward on these guys all game and then let Devin White, Levante, David get back in coverage and covering, cover, get deep and cover crossing routes. So um, I think the Bucs are going to win this game, and I think the Bucs offense is going to have enough to do – like is going to have enough against that Chiefs defense. The Chiefs defense isn't bad. Um, it, you know, it's pretty good, but Tom Brady – is the GOAT. Like, he's he's the greatest QB of all time. He's going to show up. He's going to come to play. He's not going to come out here and lay a dud against this Chiefs offense. He's got weapons. He's got a top offensive line. You know, he's got a guy like Gronk he can trust. I think the Bucs are going to win this game, and I don't even view it as a hot take, really. Yeah, I guess, you know, and hey, the, the spread right now is three points, Kansas City, um, and it looks like about 60% of the money's on Kansas City. So, um yeah, it, it's a little bit of a hot take. I mean, it, you know, Kansas City's the favorite. I, I, at the same time, I mean, it is Tom Brady, like you're saying. Uh, the two weeks thing is kind of in my head a lot. Like Tom Brady, knowing this could be his last, like rodeo with two weeks to go at it. That that does feel impactful. And when you mentioned the last time they played, I, again, I start spinning it as a good thing for the Chiefs because I feel. With their kind of sleepwalking this season Where they just go unmatched when they want I, I call it the Golden State effect Like Mahomes, Tyreek, Kelsey Like whenever they want to turn it on There's not another team that can match it That them going up 17 nothing against the Bucks, I feel like almost put them in sleepwalk mode Like we won this game When you see Kansas City get punched in the mouth And they go down 9 nine nothing, Or when they went down to the Texans last year Then you see that gear kick in where you know it's it's not it's the Super Bowl. It's Andy Reid can't be you know telling the defense, hey, let them score first. We're not going to those levels. But I don't know, man. I I I hear what you're saying about the O line, and I guess from there I would spin into a Mahomes. You know, gets rid of the ball. He knows where it's going. He's got a good read on the defense, and you're giving Andy Reid two weeks to prepare that. You know, if JPP turns it on, kind of like he did in that last game where he starts going nut job, you know, they're going to have a package where they, you know, are either doing two tight end sets or they're always chipping on them. That I, I feel like if anyone can neutralize that, it's got to be Andy Reid, right? Yeah, but that even, but that plays into it. It's like, okay, you're going to do the, the keep guys in the block. Well, now we got two of the best linebackers in the game, Levante David and Devin White, able to really focus on covering Kelsey over the middle. Or like covering up that middle of the field, um, where and and if they start doing that, but like Todd Bowles isn't going to come. Like he never. There's one thing I like about Todd Bowles. What and I think he's a good coach in general. But the one thing I like the most, he's never going to coach scared. Like that burned him in that first game against the Chiefs. But he's never going to coach scared. So he's going to come balls to the wall. And I think it's going to lead to a Mahomes mistake here and there. And I think on the other side, you have Tom Brady with all these weapons with this offensive line. I think they're going to take advantage of those mistakes. And I think it's, you know, I, I think my score prediction will probably end up at like 27, 23 or something like that. And maybe more so like a 27, you know, 20 game at the end. And, and the Chiefs are trying to charge. But I mean, this, they almost, listen, they almost lost to the 49ers in the Super Bowl last year. And the reason that they didn't is because Jimmy G couldn't get the job done towards the end. Brady's going to do it. 
Brady's going to do it, and they're just a, they're a, they're a better offense than the 49ers in general. So I, I really like the Bucs in this game for some reason. Um, and, and also, it's like I don't want to down – like Patrick Mahomes is great, but Brady is, is still great too, you <laughs> yeah. know? You've seen what happened to the Patriots. I know they had some guys opt out and stuff, but do you think the Patriots missed the playoffs this year with the Brady no matter how many guys opt out? I don't think they do. And this Bucks game team saw some struggles, but they have been finding their groove towards the end of the season and now through the playoffs. Um, and I just think they got the dogs on defense to hang with this Chiefs offense and not let like a guy like Tyreek Hill totally kill you. Man, it, it's been funny watching the media start to flip on Belichick this past week with Brady making it. To the game who who uh, Rex Ryan your boy he came out And he said you know guys didn't go to New England To play with Belichick they went to play With Brady and it was like Oh sexy Rexy I love it give, give The anti Belichick takes have, <laughs> have been annoying too though Like he's, <laughs> oh, like he's yeah. the greatest coach of all time Still too you know Oh, And it's it's gonna flip in a year like imagine if, if The Patriots somehow traded for Deshaun Watson Tomorrow they might be the favorites for the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> like it's 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 a comedy show how quickly it can turn. Um, Bobby, also Antoine Winfield Jr. I think you can partially put that on your resume. I know how much you. I liked- love Winfield. Is he going to play though? I know he's 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 a little banged up. I, I guess with two weeks to to get healthy, maybe he'll play. But yeah. I I love Winfield Jr. I fell in love with him last year. Antonio Brown, Levante David, Winfield. Uh, you know, I I think they missed the last practice. Those are some big names for the Bucks. Um, I don't know. Is running the ball going to be a thing this game? Like, I know we're excited for Mahomes and Brady, but it, I don't know. I think the Bucks will try and do it because you know, with that offense on the other side, they want to slow get, slow the game down a little bit. Are you and, a playoff Lenny guy? You I'm not anything Lenny, Lenny guy. That. I think he kind. <laughs> I think he stinks, dude. Like. <laughs> There's a like I get that the Jags were a bad situation, but I don't think Leonard Fournette is good at all. Like this this Bucks O line is, is legit. Um, you know, he can run into a hole and fall down forward, but like I don't view Leonard like he may be like one of the worst first round running backs in the past ten years to me. Like I don't I don't, you know, like even that year with the Jags where it's like, man, they're really running the rock. It's like the dude didn't even average a four yards per carry. It was like when Trent Richardson won MVP with the with or won offensive rookie year with the Browns. It's like, yeah, he had a ton of yards, but he didn't even average four yards per carry, which is like the bare minimum in the NFL. What a bad trade that was, huh? Yeah, Trent Richardson. People love that one, though. People's like, oh, my, you get Andrew Luck, Trent Richardson, and yeah. the guy's not even active for playoff games. I mean, talk about a guy that his career went downhill. And he kind of – he like, he ruined it for Derrick Henry. People are like, can't draft Derrick Henry. Look at what happened to Trent Richardson. What's the uh? So it sounds like you're saying the Bucks formula is, you know, not to tie it too much to your Giants, but if if they can beat up on those tackles, get in Mahomes' face, you know, get in there with the pass rush, JPP, Shaq Barrett, and Tom Brady, just you know, being Tom Brady on the other side, getting the first downs, making the one or two big passes. It, it, what's the Chiefs' formula? Is it if just Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill and it's noticeable, like you're going to have to shift everything towards him? Or what's uh, if if you're rooting for the Chiefs, what are you watching for? It's Todd Bull stays aggressive. And like you said, Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill, where he just wins those one on one matchups. Mahomes finds him. Um, and then if Kelsey can get open over the middle, which, you know, he's Travis Kelsey, Damn. so that's not, that's not like a hot take or anything. 
he's going against two good linebackers in David and, and White. But um, if he can, if you can hit Kelsey, but I mean, it's, it's I mean, really in reality for the Chiefs, it's just do what you did all year, just light like. <laughs> It, yeah. it sounds simple, but just light it up with the deep ball. You know, get these guys like get Tyreek Hill, the most electric wide receiver in the NFL. Get him the ball, um, and and don't allow you know don't allow your bad plays to be ter- terrible plays. Make your bad plays sacks and not interceptions or fumbles. So make make your bad plays just bad plays and not game wrecking plays for the Chiefs. Basically, what it is. Do you like Arians as a head coach? I do. Okay. I do. I, I he has flaws, but I always like a guy that's aggressive, and and I, and that's what I like about Arians. I think Arians, I mean, you know, he's one with with Ben Luck, um, you know, Carson Palmer. So you know, Ben Ben and Luck were going to probably do good no matter who their coaches were. But Palmer, you know, Palmer was kind of done in Oakland, you know, with the end of Cincinnati and Oakland, and then to have that revival with Arizona. So I like him. And the only QB that didn't do well was Jameis, and um. I know Jameis is everyone's favorite player now that he hasn't played for a year. You know, the one year he hasn't played, all of a sudden people like him. But Jameis stunk. Like, look at what this team is doing without Jameis. Like, well, the defense is better. Like, is it? Or are they just not having to start every, you know, possession at their own 20 because Jameis threw 30 interceptions? So, I I, I do like Arians. But I like Todd Bowles as a defensive – like, I think Todd Bowles is, you know, one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. What's more important – Tom Brady trying to get seven, or Patrick Mahomes needing Tom Brady to not get seven so it's easier to catch him. I think it's less about getting to Brady if you're Mahomes, is that Mahomes can end up being the greatest QB of all time. You know, right now, Tom with the six is. Um, but I th- it, Super Bowls are hard to win, man. Like they like it's not gonna happen every year for the Chiefs. So every year you're there, you kind of have to take advantage of it. Like this idea that like, you know, with the Warriors, it's like this team's going to win six championships. You're like, is it? Like stuff happens. The league changes. New guys come in. There'll be, you know, the next great guy. So I think the Chiefs, if any team have the best chance of anybody to really have that success, but getting there doesn't mean you're going to win it. And so when they're there, they have to win it. So for Mahomes to get be the greatest of all time, I think this is super important for him. And just – Think about the legacy wise. Like this guy in the third year of his career was able to beat Brady in the Super Bowl, you know, with the super, you know, the super Bucks team. So like this will be this will be a Super Bowl we look back at as like one of the, you know, most important matchups of like legacy wise ever. Yeah, whoever whoever wins this is probably gonna be remembered as the best quarterback for a long time. Um and yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I'm all in on the Chiefs. I think Andy Reid, he gets the monkey off his back. I think Mahomes is just silly good. The game's oddly easy for him. That I, I think we just, as sports fans, we kind of go back to that statement of like, you know, dynasties in sports are hard. I don't know. The Patriots just kind of had one for two decades. And I think Reid and the Chiefs are about to do it for the next 15 years. Yeah, the Chiefs definitely have the best chance. And I, I, I'm not betting against them. But I'm also, you know, you look at history, like, man, stuff changes. Guys get, like, like doing, like, what the Patriots did is, I mean, it's literally unheard of. Like, no team has ever had that type of domination to where, you know, Brady was playing in the Super Bowl in 2001 and then was winning another one in 2018 or 19 or, you know, whenever the one was against the Rams. Now he's obviously, you know, here again with the Bucks. Is like, he going to win? Like, he might. Again? Is he going to win? 
I think he is, man. Like people just downplay Brady because he doesn't have like the big arm. It's like he's still like this. And one of them, and I'm so glad that this argument is dying is like Brady's a system QB. It's like, you know how many times they've changed the system in New England? It's Brady is the system. Like Brady has always been the system. Like whatever weapons he has is the way he'll play. And that's what makes Brady great. It's like if you if you're a guy in college and you're at Ohio, like you know Haskins, where it's like he's throwing people wide open all the time. It's like okay, is that going to translate to the NFL? Probably not. But in the NFL, you're at the top level. So if you're able to diagnose stuff at the right time and know when to check down, it's not just like oh he's checking down. It's like he knows exactly when to check down. His mind puts him apart from people. So that's it's like I hate the oh he's a system QB. It's like, well, why isn't it, why is anybody else r- running this system after twenty years? <laughs> why, like, how has no one picked up on whatever this system is for the last twenty years of of, of Tom Brady? If uh, if Tom Brady wins Super Bowls twenty years apart, I think we have to do a John Boy Media. Everyone has to do the TB twelve diet for at least a week. I need it, dude. Let's do it. I think I think that's necessary. BBD, did did you hear anything you liked? Anything you hated? You love. Well, we were doing a little bit of research on the TB12 diet, and and I'm down to I'm down to do it if we got to do it. Huge, huge. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't bet against Brady ever, but I don't like I don't hate him. I don't love him. It's, it's like if he loses, I don't care. If he wins, like I'm, that's fine too. So emotionally, okay. I'm not really invested in it. Hot takes. Right. Yeah, I'm not rooting for anybody. Like I, I you know, I I really I am. Like, I the just want to see a good game. Outcome right? this, so yeah. I just want a close game at the end of the day. Zach, thoughts? I don't have anyone I'm rooting for specifically. Okay. No one, no one moves me a certain way. But I will be watching. And why, why are you giving we'll me that? Google, why are you giving me that? Time. We've got a lot of hot takes today on this. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's what I will say. I'm glad that it is Brady versus Mahomes. Because I like when the good QBs win the Super Bowls. Like, I didn't want Jimmy G to win the Super Bowl last year. Like, I don't want to look back and see Jimmy G as a Super Bowl champion. Because you know his defense in like one of the greatest run games of all time. I like the greats winning those games, so um, I am I am glad that it's Brady versus Mahomes. I, I think the NFL couldn't ask for a better matchup. I, I like that. After twenty minutes of of deep dive, we were all like, "Let's just have a good game." That's, <laughs> that's, that's the way it is. <laughs> that's the heavy you know. All right, Give us a Tom good game. Brady, please die. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> on the field, um, make it happen. Yeah. Once the yeah. Bucks were in, I was like, either of these matchups are going to Actually, be- I want the Bucks to lose. Sorry okay. to interrupt you, Huge. Dave. But okay. I have a friend who's a Bucks fan, and I will never hear the end of it if the Bucks win. Even though I'm already spin-zoting. Like, oh, you because he used a crap on Brady and New England. I'm like, okay, you won with the guy who's a cheater. So enjoy mm-hmm. that. So I, I think the other thing, especially after Rodgers and Breeze lost this postseason and everyone's like they only won the NFC once. To see Mahomes back in a second Super Bowl the next year, it's like, okay, I this guy is going to be a problem. Like I yeah. think he's he might be in it's I think it's gonna be Brady. Like basically flip a coin and it's either gonna be the Chiefs and Mahomes or whatever whatever other team got hot that year. Um probably not my Broncos. Mahomes is special to the point where it's you know, we're in year three. And saying that I think he's going to be the greatest QB of all time, it's not a hot take at all. Like, Mahomes' greatness this quick is unreal. And, you know, obviously he's paired with a guy like Reed, who's, you know, maybe the best play caller in the NFL. You have the weapons and stuff. But you know what? Like, every, you know, what QB wins without good weapons besides maybe Brady a couple of years. Tom Brady, yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Um, 
Bobby, that was that was great. PBD Zach, you're all beautiful. Um, we have a couple more segments on here. We normally do the comment of the day from from the bakers, the Wake and Jake Bakers. I ask you guys to bake the algorithm. By the way, uh, we've got a new channel. We t- one more episode after today, and then we're Simple going. Radio. We're going over to the Wake and Jake channel. Bobby Skinner, Simple Radio. Um, Go subscribe to the Wake and Jake channel. A bunch of you have already gone over there. If you could keep going, that would be awesome. Uh, just subscribe over there. We're going to be doing our post-Super Bowl episode from that channel, uh, and Wake and Jake will be there from going on. So, add. Um, the comments of the day, hit like, leave a comment. Everything helps. Subscribe to Wake and Jake um, on the YouTubes. Uh, Bobby, last episode we had a lot of comments um, a, one kid basically tried to apply to a job in the YouTube comments, which I thought that was that was a pretty heady move. Um, what was his pitch? Uh, I'm a film student in Arizona, and I'm looking for internships. I was wondering if you need an intern to help edit your video or be assistance when you come out of the Cactus League. Let me know if you're interested. So, I'm interested. Okay. Um, Bobby Skinner so. is interested. Thomas Abbott, reach out to Bobby Skinner. Uh, and then there's like three comments about the 76ers, Bobby. I know you're uh you're you're trying to take a deep cut NBA route. You're 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 a sleeper NBA guy. You're trying to do the Schefter. Um have have you been tracking the Sixers at all? Do you believe? At this point of the year of NBA, I'm more of just like I'm watching my team where the second like once the NFL season, you know, after the all-star break, I really get into the whole league as a whole. Um, but I've heard they're pretty good, and they've been, you know, Embiid has been, you know, supposedly having like an MVP type year. Um, but I mean, does anyone after watch? I, I get that they're a different team. They have more shooting with Curry now, and Tobias has been playing well. But I mean, I watched the way they went down last year, and I'm like, I don't, I don't think that that team isn't built for it. Like I just, and this isn't even me being like pro Nets, like whether it's the Bucks, the Heat, whoever. I don't think that team is built for it. Um, and I think. You look at what Jimmy did in Miami, and you see, like, he left that, and we all laughed at him, like, oh, he's leaving this team to go play for the Heat, and the Heat are the one that wins, and the Sixers are getting swept in the first round. I think that says a lot about Philly. Like, um, I Philly has – and with with last season, Philly entered – show it to me because I'm not buying the hype anymore. I'm not buying regular season hype off Philly ever again until I see it. Yeah, I we – me, me and BBD kind of had that combo last episode. I, I do think, A, Doc Rivers, new head coach, guy that's been through a lot, so so we'll see what he does. And yeah, Morey, man. Yeah, a bad coach, too. And, and Daryl Morey. Like, they, they made a lot of changes. They they added a couple shooters. They changed up the mix. So I can't fully be- – like, they've hit the you-need-to-see-it-in-the-playoffs-before-you-believe-it at this point because they've had – Can't pick them. They've had the bad outs. Um and you know you could play the Kawhi shot, blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, like you you can't believe the Sixers are actual title contenders until they do it at this point. Like they've they've just gotten beat in the playoffs. Embiid looks tired. Simmons can't shoot, and it just looks problematic. Yeah, and you could bring up the Kawhi shot, but think about the end of that game in that series. It was Jimmy. Jimmy Butler was yeah. taking every shot in the last three four minutes of that game, and Embiid was too tired to get up and down the court, and Simmons was nowhere to be found. So. Even if you pull up that team, it's like, well, Jimmy was the kind of the heart and soul of that team at towards the end. Firkin Cormass on the Sixers. Um, huge. So thank you guys for leaving a comment. Got some Sixers talk. Got Bobby just got an intern. Uh, so that was huge. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Subscribe to the Wake and Jake YouTube channel. 
Uh, this brings us to the bro of the night. I'm I'm excited for this because I'm going around the horn. BBD, I'll kick it to you first because you, you've got someone in there. I'm giving it to Westbrook. We covered it in the game of the night a little bit, but I hadn't looked at like his box score, and it was like his by far his best overall game as a wizard. And Westbrook, like I, I believe he he does stink now, but he has he shoots over fifty percent from the floor, drops forty one points, ten boards, eight assists. We we saw that vintage Russ last night, uh, three four of seven from three. So yeah, vintage Russ hit the big shot. Grow the night. He uh he stunk to start this season. Everyone was being real mean to him. It would be funny if he turned it around a little bit after all the Beal saga and all all the drama. Um, when Russ when Russ is making his shots, it's a lot of fun. When he's missing, it's it's as tough to watch as anything on an NBA court. Um, he's always the most or least fun player to watch in the NBA. Ooh, like, I like that. Um, at least he makes you feel something. Zach on the spot. I need a bro yes. of the night out of you. Just anyone? Anyone from the sports world that you want to talk about, male, female, it can be a positive thing, it could be a negative thing. Mm-hmm. There's really almost no rules. Is it too easy to say Arenado is No, bro? sure. Because he's been taking over the headlines? Yeah. yeah. I like that. You like him in St. Louis. I do like him in St. Louis. I think the Rockies are going to have a hard time. Okay. Yeah. Good is baseball city, St. Louis. Yeah. Wow. Zach, are you actually a baseball fan, or are you just a fan because they're in the baseball? No, I'm a, I'm a much bigger uh, baseball fan than I'm a football fan. That's gotcha. always been true. It's a baseball company, Bob. Yeah. Mm, so, unfortunately. I'm sorry to say that to you, but... Yeah. Zach, uh, <laughs> Zach, Zach's a Yankee fan who lives pretty close to Yankee Stadium. and I'm pretty, all in on the Yankees. Was pretty excited to go to games there. I can do great Yankee radio talk. Like we do on Soulman Radio, I can do the... Where's what's gonna happen with this rotation? Like, uh, Greg, you have all these bats. What's gonna? You're relying on Kluber. Like, I could do the sports radio talk. On That's the second hour of this show. We just do an old school New York sports radio. Sanchez can't play catcher, <laughs> and then we just cut to commercial, um, fake commercials for BBD's yes. Twitter account, his personal Twitter. Um, so yeah, Arenado. That's a pretty good bro of the night. Big trade. I thought it made sense. We'll talk about it on talking baseball a little bit. Ad. Yep. Bobby Skinner. I was going to do a bro of the night, but we covered him in the beginning with Joe Harris. Sure. Where it's like, I mean, bro, like, what are you doing? You're just, you just throw it to the other team um, with two timeouts. I, I, I don't know what you're mm-hmm. thinking, but I'm going to go bro of the night for Alfred Payton because his, he makes my timeline hilarious every time. Yeah. The play. Every time the Knicks play, my Twitter timeline is like, how in God's green earth is this guy playing over Emmanuel quickly and then quickly comes in. And it's a love fest for his floaters, which I'm with you. Like, I, you know, I don't understand why. I, I'm a big-time Peyton hater. But bro of the night for just making my my timeline fun to watch every time the Knicks play with Alfred Peyton. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Cole Tucker, friend of the John Boy Media family, said Alfred Peyton is his favorite NBA player. You and, told me that last time, and I still haven't gotten over it. Cracks, cracks, cracks me up. Cracks me up. He really loved him on the Suns. So. I was a big Rex Grossman fan, so yeah. I, I – Rex, Rex Grossman is my Alfred Payton for Cole Tucker. People like what they like. Um, I'm going to do a semi-deep cut bruh of the night. Um, Victor Hovland, uh, he's a golfer. 
He finished tied for second uh, in this weekend's golf tournament. I picked him in my one and done like fantasy golf league I play in with my buddies. Uh, I suck. I stink at it. I don't get it. I don't know if it's pure luck or I don't know if there's a formula I should be following. Uh, but he was in second place, like a spot behind the leader. He was in contention. He went bogey, bogey, par, bogey, par to finish. That he was in a firm second place. He would have like doubled third place as winning. That final bogey put him in a tie for second place with like eight guys. Uh, so Victor Hovland, who missed like four or five easy Putts on the final five holes gave me the sl- made me lose the slightest of bragging rights. So I've decided to hate him for the next calendar year. So he's an Oklahoma State guy. He's young. He's kind of foreign, and we're fighting. So sorry. Um, what's his name on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> you should tag the bro of the nights going forward. Done. Done. We've got the people for that. Um, I don't. Let me see if he's on the Twitter space. He might not be, and that might make me like him even less. Yeah, I'm not seeing him. That's how you know you can't trust him. him. Can't trust him. Can't trust. Who was, him. Remember that minor league baseball player we were bullying on talking sports? <laughs> Vaguely, uh, that was tough. We don't endorse bullying here, um, unless it's fun. Um, yeah, fun bullying. You yeah. Know what I mean. That that fun here. That was the bro of the night. That was beautiful. My laptop just died. BBD, you got anything we're we're watching tonight slash this sports week? We're in basketball between, season between now and the next episode. Clippers Nets tomorrow. We wow. just saw the Clippers yesterday because we were watching the Nick game. They're a good team. They're in first in the West. Nets are good. Uh, some ranked on ranked games, number 24, Oklahoma against number 10, Texas tech tonight Mm. and number two Baylor against number five, Texas tomorrow. So some good college basketball games, uh, Oklahoma state TCU Wednesday. So we got something each night to keep an eye on Kate Cunningham Wednesday. Bob, you college hoops at all? preview. No, I wish I was, I wish I was, but I'm, I'm, I'm basically a tournament only guy at this point. I used to be though. It's tough, that, man. That Florida Gators college basketball team is, you know, one of my favorite sports teams of all time. But I just can't do it anymore. I've I've, I've been more of one in the last couple years, um, but in general, I am like tournament only. I've but. been really struggling, man. I I think they just need to change the rules. They need to do almost like a college football rule, like if either go pro or you're going to go to college for three years. Because it's man, I I love UConn. I you know I used to do a Huskies podcast twice a week. And uh, you know that there's times when I check in on on the men's team, and I I don't know, I don't know who's playing, which I I don't know. It hurts my soul a little bit. I've gotten to watch them a few times this year, but I don't know, man. The talent in college basketball has just been it's subpar because they they just go pro. Why wouldn't you get paid? Yeah, get paid and get yeah, the, paid. The Kimber Walker Huskies was that year was probably the last year. I really got in the college basketball, which I picked him to win that title that year. I I, I won my all my brackets because I picked them. I fell in love with that team in the Big East tournament. It used to always be funny. Um, I would do a bracket for my dad. My dad worked for the state of Connecticut, um, and like Connecticut is such a strong UConn state. Like it's the only sports team Connecticut has. They don't have hockey. They don't have basketball. They don't have baseball. Like UConn men's and women's are their pro sports team. 
So and like half the people went to UConn or took a class at UConn. So every year, the years that UConn won it, the brackets would be hilarious because you'd have like fifty people that picked UConn. So like those early games actually mattered, which was kind of fun. Um, but I don't know, it just kind of hilarious looking back in hindsight of how many people at a state of Connecticut job would fill out a a UConn winning bracket. <laughs> like if if you pick Duke, I- you were a bad guy. I picked UConn the uh, Mecca Okafor year, so I, I I'm two for three on UConn picking them. So Bobby Skinner, college basketball expert, um, man, four man show today. Wow! Uh, shout out to to Zach and BBD for wrestling the technology. Zach, I saw you touch the mute button. You want to say something, or you're just thinking? I'm just about always it? prepared in okay. case I need to in case I'm asked of something. Well, I I thank you for that, BBD. Bobby Skinner. Follow him at Bobby Skinner underscore. Yes, underscore. Underscore. underscore Talking Giants, Simple Man Radio. You're back at that, letting it rip, yeah, we're, right? We're, we're, we're dabbling with the Simple Man. I'm actually going ahead to, to do that right now, myself and, and Danny Boy King. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll talk about. You'll hear my Stafford takes again. We'll talk Huge. about Steve Cohen leaving Twitter, and uh, oh, we'll, we're going to get into it. Simple Man stuff. That's... Everyone, head over to that chat like right now. Wow. Add. Go over. Easy. Transition. And just put the pressure on me and Danny to have a good show. So yeah. thank you. Thanks for that, Dave. We like yeah. that. Um, talking baseball. Uh, we did the breaking Arenado trade over the weekends. Axbro the night. Go check that out. We'll also have a new up tomorrow. Talking Yanks. We're recording that in a little bit. Talking Giants. Bobby Skinner. We've already done. Talking Nets. Holy smokes. Tough loss last night. They don't care. They've got the big three. They're going to the playoffs. Uh, talking Knicks. We had a fun talking Knicks yesterday. Um, Emmanuel quickly, Bobby's pseudo bro of the night, uh, and morning with John Boy. Check out the new morning format. John Boy's been letting it rip. He's uh he's been having a good time. Him, Aunt Katie, hopping in. So, uh, we got content on the John Boy Media Network. We've got the last trivia show tonight. Uh, Trevor Bauer, if you've heard of him, uh, pretty big free agent. Uh, oh wow! He's wrapping up our trivia series. So yeah, that's a lot of fun. Go check that out. GM file sequence, all of it. John Boy Media, we crank out content. Bakers, thank you guys. We appreciate you. Zach, send it, baby. Huh. Wow. Bake the algorithm. Subscribe. 800K on the YouTube. That's big. Coach Ball Game hat. Don't start a fight. I like it. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks.